everyone, Dave and Jeff. It's January 16th, 2020. And look at that. On a Thursday, we're back like we told you we would be. Look at us. <laughs> we aren't liars. Nah, we're not liars. Told you the other day, moves were coming. Yeah. At iHeart. Now, here's <clears throat> Dave, I don't know how to handle this because uh, I, got, I got to be polite in how I handle this. Really? All of a sudden, this is your well, New Year's resolution? Yeah. I appreciate everybody that reached out, tried to help Sean Walchef by sending like, hey, I talked to somebody inside the... Yeah, we talked to a lot of people inside the building. <laughs> okay? I'm not struggling for sources. I'm okay. Did, did Sean reach out to you, really? Yeah, hey, it looks like everything's going down on Friday. That'd be tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I said no. It's we, going down today, Like asshole. right now. Like we yes. Were, by this time, nothing against Sean, but by this time, we already knew about four or five guys. Right. Because we have people that are like inside, While inside, it was going down. inside the radio business. Hey, things could be going down today. I'm like, dude, we already know four or five guys. What are you talking about? How can we know first? Yeah. Now we have another source who's very good, who was sending us stuff. Yes. <clears throat> and I realized I had not in the group text that we had, um, I had not, I meant to link him in and he's our ratings guy. So my apologies to him. Because he's great. He's legitimately on the inside, and he was trying to help us out. Um, but we had it all. So if you were here the other night, we were talking about iHeart making changes. And lightheartedly, because I, I, I never want to see anybody go no, through it. Dave I'm, and I have gone through it. Oh, but it sucks every time. Not yeah. every time. The last time didn't suck. The no. The last time we, were, we had our cars ready to go. So we knew Bromo was out, but that yeah. was kind of more from North Dakota where, where Bromo's at. And Dave's a good dude, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry to see that. But then the move started happening in San Diego. And as you go through them, there were a couple behind-the-scenes guys that wouldn't mean anything to you. Yeah. But KGB, of all stations, got hit really hard. Uh, we predicted Ruthie. I, I don't want to say we predicted. That's shitty. Oh, we did. Yeah, but yeah, we did. Don't be afraid of being right. It's well, not your fault. You didn't demand she got fired. And I look at that. Yeah, exactly <clears throat> right. And I go, well, why? Like, what? Getting rid of Ruthie, what What does that do to the bottom line? Then they got rid of Jim McInnes. Now, Jim McInnes, I've never personally liked Okay. as a guy. That being said, he's an icon when it comes to KGB and local radio. He's working weekends. The fucking guy is so iconic with KGB, and he's he's just a part-timer. And you blow him out, and you go, why? And then uh, Maybe no one else liked him. Maybe he was a fucking dick. He kind of is. Yes, okay. Sometimes you got to get rid of the dicks. <laughs> but then Cole Lewis got blown up. Okay, maybe she's just too damn nice. After basically on and off for 30 years. Yeah, she is the nicest person you're going to meet. Yeah, I no, work no with... No joke, she's crazy nice. And so that was a drag. And I'm sorry, if I'm Cole, I'm going, how the fuck am I art and little Tommy survives? <laughs> and if I'm Ruthie, I'm like... All right, go ahead, let's hear this. If I'm Ruthie, I'm like, how the fuck am I out in the three afternoon guys at Extra are there? I, I guarantee you, every if I'm Chris Merrill, who got let go at Kogo, how is Merrill out and the guy who does the afternoon show, who's so horseshit... How's he still there? Okay, well, okay, let's go with this. <clears throat> Maybe the people that did the firing aren't very good at their jobs. Yeah, 
I, would I mean, agree. let's just go that. Maybe they just can't read talent. Maybe that's why these stations continue to struggle because they can't read talent. Chris Merrill, honestly, is one of the most talented people I've ever been around in around with in radio for more than 26 years. My feeling is this. When we were there and they were changing Kogo around, yep. this is, again, just my opinion, but I think I'm right. Uh, Merrill had been doing the morning show. He came in to do the afternoons when Hedgecock went to KFMB. Yep. Merrill came in, did afternoon drive. Then after a while, he moved to morning drive. And that's where he was when you and I came back there in 2014. Yep. But then Kogo went to the morning news format with LaDonna and Ted, which is really, really good. They wanted to keep Chris in the lineup, but they were going to put him with Sully. Yeah. And Sully's a good dude, but that show made no sense at all. There was no reason to do that to put those two guys together. And Merrill said, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Nothing against Sully. It's just not the right fit. Yeah. And I'm going to Phoenix where he went and did a really good job. But my feeling is that building has held a grudge against him ever since Merrill said, no, I'm not going to do the afternoon show with Sully. Uh, I'm going to Arizona. Yeah. And that's why they buried him. You would think the night shift on Kogo with the 50,000-watt station could be really, really fun. But I know so many people have done it, and it's a death trap. But Merrill was doing it off-site. He's attending to family matters. He was not here in San Diego. And I don't know if that played a factor in it. Honest to God, the guy should... He's better than the 12 noon guy. He's better than Hannity. And he's better than that horse shit... Three o'clock show. And he should have been given those shows and they fucked him. So, I mean, that that's just stupid. Again, I'll go back to what I just said. Maybe management just isn't very good at what they do. Uh, I mean, when you talk about talent for talent, what you do to put a show on, maybe they just don't know what works. Uh, we were told one other guy, but I have not seen this other guy mentioned anywhere. And so I'm going to hold off on saying his name because... I, I, and I got that from inside the building when everything was going down. But he he may be okay, which I think would be okay. Um, what station? Which, which station? Well, I don't want to say which station. It would give well, it away. What the, what the hell is the point of bringing any of this up then? No, if you're not going to say his name or the, or the station. No, I'm saying there's a guy that I was told was fired okay. yesterday. That I don't know that he is, or that he's been told yet that he's fired. So why can't you say the station? Well, why would the fuck would I say? Why would you even bring this up at all then? That you know something that you aren't going to share? No, we'll say it on Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. What if he's not fired tomorrow? Uh, then they got it wrong. Are you going to say who they got it wrong on? Uh, do you think that's the right thing to yes, do? Yes, I'm going right now. I want to punch you in the face like everyone you're else listening to this fucking segment. I'm not going to punch you in the face. I was but told, right now you're I was told Kramer's out at nine three three. But I don't think that's true. I haven't seen anything else. Okay. But I was told in the building that Kramer was out. I was too. I well, literally you were told by me. Well, I wasn't gonna sit there and throw you under the bus, <laughs> but since you're well, doing no. it, I literally called people and told them he was out. So did I. <laughs> well, and the thing is, man, it's not. It's what we said the other night. That one really bugged me. Like Co really bugged me. Yeah. Like, I, I understand Ruth in a sense, even though it's just dumb. 
And I can understand Jim as a part-timer, even though it's just dumb. I don't know what difference this makes. Uh, Co made no sense. Chris Merrill, I can understand. Yeah. Okay, when when was Co on? What was her time Afternoons. Slot? From 3 to 6 or whatever? Yeah. See, here's the deal. Traditionally, you need someone, no matter what station, FM or AM, you need somebody in the mornings and in the afternoons for drive time. You need to talk to those people. Right. Between 9 to 3, you can run syndication. Those shows are all yeah. free. And especially when it's music, who gives a fuck, right? You're tuning right. in for the music. You aren't listening to whatever, some funny story about, hey, I just got some brand new Tennessee whiskey. I can't, I can't wait to try it out this weekend. Who gives a shit? Yeah, nobody cares. So, yeah, traditionally drive time, you don't change that up. With Ruthie gone, what do you think? When you're part of a show like that, that's that big, there's that much money involved, if you're Ruthie, is there some part of you that looks around the room and says, hey, motherfuckers, how about chipping a little bit of your salary to keep the band together? We're all towards the end of the road anyway. Yeah, I feel like that happened before. I feel like I feel like that happened before. It's not my spot. I know. I'm asking you. What do you think? I mean, you, they've been around for almost 25 years, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not my, I don't know. I don't know what happened. You think being... maybe people just got tired of her? That no, Dave I'm... just says fire her? No. I think that's exactly what happened. Dave's <laughs> like, you know what? She's a bad seed. <laughs> I mean, if you think I'm giving it a fucking one dime that I have to her to keep her around, no way. You wouldn't pick her out of a two-person lineup. You didn't fucking ever talk yeah, to yeah, her. That's true. I didn't. She's cool as I'm shit. I'm just saying, when you're part of a team that's been around that long, fuck. I know. And I don't know what you do. Like, none of the moves yeah. really. You Sorry, look at- Rickards. You're only making $2.5 million a year. Maybe you could throw me 40000 Yeah. You shit. asshole. I don't think he's making that, yeah. but that's another story. Yeah. Hey, now. Yeah. Hey, Chainsaw, how about buying maybe two less pairs of basketball shoes a year? Yeah. Fucking sharing your dough, five too. Less, five less houses. Fuck. Uh, I don't know what any of those did. And then I look at moves made around the country, and none of those made any sense either. No. Um, so it's typical of iHeart. I think the one thing that came out yesterday, honestly, the, uh-huh. the biggest turn your cards over move. Yeah. Was the thirteen sixty part? Yeah, the, they. I think, I think thirteen sixty staying intact. Yeah, really does lead some some credibility to the seven sixty room. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Otherwise, why wouldn't you can those guys? They they've been last in the market forever. Yeah, and you you really could have run out a lot of those guys. And I mean, Ruthie's part of a show that's hitting numbers. Yeah. I don't know how Cole was doing in the afternoon. I really don't. But she's iconic, and I mean Jim and and uh, and Chris. Not, it's not moving the needle. What what they put back in the bank? Yeah, it's just shit. Like to me, those are just shitty moves. Like uh, that's just being the. Are dick. those the two firings that upset you the most? Um, Cohen, Chris. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean I I love Ruthie. She's great. Makes no sense to me why that move is yeah. made. Right. I mean. And you look at it, Cal just retired. Cal Walker just retired. So, like, if you were trying to figure out that budget, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man, that one. But, yeah, I mean, Jim Jim bugs me, even though, like I said, uh, my few dealings with him, I, I never liked him. But it doesn't change the fact, dude, with KGB, yeah, KGB, it's iconic who the voices are. And Cole and Jim are two of the original voices and if I'm uh, the PD over there, I'm wondering, why the fuck did I get hit so hard? Yeah. You take Ruthie off my morning show, and she's loved. You take Co out of Afternoon Drive. You take Jim, who's 
still really solid on the radio. But you said he's only on in the afternoon. I mean, on weekends, right? I got it. But right, when, who cares then? But when you're driving around, yeah. But I'm saying, Dave, it doesn't. It, there's nobody today in accounting at that building that goes, whew. Well, that was a tough one. But the money that we're saying from Jim really is going to, oh, fuck yeah. Now we can rent Tom Ham's lighthouse for the Christmas party next year. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not doing that, you fucking assholes. They just fuck good people. Like, they really did. Merrill's cool as shit. Coe's cool. Ruthie's cool. I don't like the fact they fired Chris Merrill while he was out of town. Well, he's been out of town for four years. Well, that's so. good fucking, uh, it's a good excuse to never get fired. I'm out of town. Yeah. Do it to my face. <laughs> ah, shit. So that's what happened, and we'll see. But, yeah, I wonder how quickly. I mean, it's 1360s doing the 760 move. I mean, I think that was the think. biggest thing. I would think. And that Maybe they just forgot even 1360s part of the cluster and forgot to fire guys over there. They uh, forgot they even exist. They just did like, um, I'm trying to think of where where you would see these things. Where they, like, on the back lot? Yeah. Where they paint those, like, big, like, whiteboards to look like scenery? Yeah. And you just push it in front? Yeah. They just push it in front of the door? <laughs> and it just looks like it's just a, a wall there? And it just kind of blends in and you can't see the studio? Like, they just hang a couple yeah. of pictures of fucking Chip Franklin up there? Oh, my God, that's great. And his wrestling team coach? Um <laughs> My favorite radio firing of all time is a buddy of ours who was fired and payroll. This is it was part of the same cluster as I heard. It was back then. I think it was J Corps. Yeah, but didn't realize that he was fired. Yeah, he, he got paid for two years. Yeah, two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. He got paid for yeah. two years. Didn't even go in. No, that's better than the Costanza deal. Yeah, <laughs> for every two weeks, every Friday, man, he'd look in that bank account and got paid again. Did he get a W two? Every year? Fuck, man, that's a good question. No, I don't think he got a W two. Maybe he did. I don't know. I got to ask him next but time. But he I didn't have him. to go in. No. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. Oh. So and he's doing really well, still in radio. But yeah. for two years, he got two hundred sixty thousand dollars. God damn. Uh, so that was it. Again, I looked at a lot of the moves around the country. Uh, like in Denver at KOA, they fired Jerry Schimmel, brother of former Aztec great Jeff Schimmel. Who had been the Rockies play-by-play guy for 10 years and is iconic in Denver, former Nuggets announcer. Like, that was the main guy. Is he still doing Rockies? Or is he? No, he's out. Oh, he's out as Rockies and as his talk show? He didn't have a talk show. They just fired him as the Rockies announcer. Yeah. That was like the big one out of KOA. So there's a Rockies job available right now. Yeah. Like a, a month before spring training. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Bryce Miller sent me an amazing story. There were six guy, uh, well, I should say six hosts. I think there was a blend of men and women in Des Moines, Iowa that got blown out in this deal. And the uproar was so crazy in Des Moines. People went nuts Yeah, that all six of them have their jobs back today. Wow. And that I like. Yeah, maybe we should move there because you motherfuckers can never get a yeah, job back. Yeah, you assholes. Poor fucking Ruthies shopping for Top Ramen. <laughs> and none of you pricks can be bothered to write a fucking email. Uh, now, before we go to the Astros, I want to move to last night. 
Last okay. night, we usually do shows on Wednesday, but last night I was down in South Park yeah. at Book Catapult with our friend uh, Matt Coyle. And it was really great. Really, really great because turnout was nice. We had um, Albert from Eastside Country Club oh, was cool. there with his daughter. Great to see him. And up front, wearing his Padre hat, was Sean, who told me that he listens to the podcast. He's a Patreon subscriber. Awesome. And his wife, Crystal. Cool. Now, well, now you look at these two, and they, they look like they just walked out of a TV ad. Just a great-looking couple and so nice and so friendly, the whole thing. And uh, really enjoy chatting with them. Yeah. And then Sean says to me, he goes, you know what, man? I have been laughing all day about you asking Dave if he would drive the bang bus <laughs> for the last two years of his life. And I sent a text message to our friend Lisa Ann today. Uh, yeah. And I said, uh, you know, and I said this to Sean and Krista last night as I felt like my legs had been cut off. We sit in this fucking garage and we tape this thing. And if you were here the other night, Dave shared a story that Jake visited him in a dream yep. and said he had two years to live. Yeah. And instead of doing what the proper thing to be would be like, wow, you know, how do you feel today after seeing Jake? Do you, does it change your, did you feel better during the day? Where's your stress, your anxiety? No, I didn't ask any of those no, questions. No, you did not. I immediately asked, hey, Dave, you have two years to live. Would you go to work for a porn company driving a shitty VW van while your new friend's getting fucked it in the back seat? And until Sean said that to me. You forgot you said it. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel like such a, a guy. You feel like such a moron, right? You're yeah. like, I didn't ask any of the right questions. I just immediately said. Like, oh, wow, you know, did, how'd he look? Was it, what's today like after seeing it? None of that. No. Hey, would you drive the bank bus? hundred grand. And then Sean reminds me in front of his wife. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Did, did, he, did he fear himself turning red? No, all I know is that there was a very nice woman who had just moved to San Diego from Philadelphia, who had been at the signing and was curious about the podcast and said, well, I, I got to hear this story that that Sean has mentioned about the conversation with Dave, how Dave would spend the last two years of his life. Um, how, what did you guys talk about? And she was yeah. slightly older than us. Really great lady. Very nice and I enjoyed the conversation, and as soon as I mentioned, well, you know, a friend of ours is a retired adult film star, I don't remember seeing her again. <laughs> I believe that's when she exited Book Catapult. Now, my buddy Seth, yeah. who owns Book Catapult, found it hysterical. It like, is. Like, he likes all of them. He's awesome, and I hope you go down and support him at 30th and Juniper. Uh, Juniper. And luckily, Sean... And Crystal enjoyed it. Sean did. Sean laughed the whole time. And so for him, I am so sorry. Like, I just. That's so great. 
Would people quote stuff back to you that you say? I don't remember anything. Because I don't here's, either. here's the deal. This show is 100% the same thing as our text messages and our phone conversations. It's, it's probably more tame because the text messages to Woods, especially. Yeah, brutal. Like, yeah, you think we'd kick our. You know, he's one of my closest friends. We beat the shit out of him. I sent him something before you walked in here tonight. Tonight? Tonight, I did. And I sent him something through uh, Twitter Messenger. Okay. Completely over the line. Nothing I would ever put on Twitter. <laughs> But, dude, as soon as I sent it, yeah, it, the reply came back, dude, that went across your feed. Oh, and, no. And and I went, what? And then I'm looking at my feed, and I'm trying to find, can't find it anywhere. And then I wrote to him, um, what are you talking about? Where? And he wrote back to me, what are you talking about? And I said, you just said that went across my feed. He goes, I didn't write that. What was that? I have no idea. He said the same thing. What was that? It scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my God, that is something in a million years I would never put on my feed. Right. And um, and I was like, holy cow. Now, it wasn't, you know, you're trying to think, well, what was it? Yeah. It was basically a, a guy who was being interviewed on the news that, that says something that he, that he shouldn't have the said. The guy about the lottery? The lottery. That How was great the, is that guy? That was the one. Well, here's the deal is now that I'm a high school coach, I got to really tame my Twitter. Oh, yeah, of course. And so the, the guy on the high school lottery, I mean, excuse me, the guy on the winning the lottery, what he would do with the money. I can't mix that with high school stuff. Even no. though everyone common sense would understand, I would never say something like that to a kid. You still can't be put on Twitter. But right. it freaked me out when he when it came back. And he, he said he never wrote that back to me. It just popped up on the the messages back and forth to us. Whoa. Well, just one quick thing, and then yeah. we'll go back to what happened last night. The girl on that news story is so great the way she yeah, handled it. She did it. handle it like a pro. She just starts cracking up laughing. Like, yeah. I loved her. I thought she was really funny on that. But um, Sean and Crystal, don't let me forget, Dave. I got to get a couple of shirts okay. to send off to him. And I got to send one off to, to our buddy as well. Uh, but I, I will say this, and he sent me the nicest email today. We really don't. I, I've said this forever. I've said it. Anybody who really knows us knows it's true i never picture anybody listening to this show yeah i just it's don't. the only way to do radio and, t- and radio and podcasting yeah, and it's there's no bullshit to it any yeah. of you that have listened to it or t-shirt tech when you write stuff back and i see it in the morning god 90 percent of it i just cringe because i'm like <laughs> oh my god what are we doing uh and there were days i will say this man there were days when i was jacked up on that lexapro yeah when i felt like, I'd call Dave. I'd be, like, back in PB. I'd be like, shit, we better take that down. I was like, I don't think that's good. So, luckily, I got <laughs> off of that shit. It's but, the only time you've ever asked me to take something down. Yeah, I was all jacked up yeah. on that shit. And I remember thinking it wasn't a big deal. But I was like, all right, if you don't want it up, we'll figure out how to take well, this your, up. Well, your mind's all fucked up. But, but if anybody ever says, hey, man, I listen to it and it helps me get through yeah. my day. God, it's genuinely the nicest thing in the world. I agree. Now. But then you get to social media like shit tonight. The This Altuve thing has been amazing, and we'll get yeah. into that in a second. But I saw something this afternoon from you where it looked like you were having a conversation with yourself. <laughs> and it struck me very, very funny because yeah. you had a tweet, and the only response to the tweet was you, <laughs> and it looked like you were answering your own question. And so I sent that to Woods, to Costin, to Josh, and I said, this maniac is now talking to himself on social media like he does in real life. And I don't know Caleb. 
he might be a nice guy, but Caleb jumps in. He's like, no, no, no. That's a, that's a microphone. And I'm like, well, you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Exactly. Did I tag you in this conversation? <laughs> like, I'm not looking at Josh Reddick and it's confetti on Reddick. You can see in other pictures, it's confetti on him. Not Altuve. Okay. But if you look yes. in, in the other picture, it sure looks like it's confetti. And there's another player. You can see the wire on his hand coming it's under his shirt. But just do me a favor. This is what we say all the time, and I say it with peace and love. I love it. Yeah. Stay the fuck out. <laughs> I can handle it. I I can handle it. We've survived to this point. Yeah. And I say this because Caleb's a follower. I don't know. He may be a Patreon guy. Seems like a nice enough dude. This is not. I wasn't talking about the. I'm talking about Dave is responding to Dave. That's why I screenshotted Dave talking to Dave. That's why the description is. It looks like he's talking to himself again. Yes. Why the fuck would I think Reddick's talking to himself? <laughs> Why? Again, just sit back and enjoy. You guys are the guys that yell at the movie screen. Yeah. We don't we don't need you to yell at the movie screen. The movie's fine. Scorsese <laughs> made the Irishman. He didn't say to Pacino, listen, Al, I'm going to get you through this scene. I just got to run and call Caleb real quick. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about Twitter. Mike can handle it. Dave can handle it. Fucking Woods was on fire tonight. He's all fired up about all this shit. He was great. I can handle it. Just enjoy the ride. Come along. And this. Miserable Padre fan, t-shirt tech. HJ, a few of you other. You guys know. You can come in. But if you're confused, just <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jessica Mendoza called me tonight. Yes. She said, hey, fuck Abe Lincoln. You don't want to get shot. Don't sit in the front row. <laughs> you should have been at home. How about that dumb shit? Dude, I'm glad you said that. It's so funny. Is It's so I, arrogant. I talked to... It's funny, man. I talked to... It made me look through my phone today and realizing how many people I actually have connections with, which is weird, because years and years of doing this show that I've just kept numbers. Yeah. A couple. I talked to a couple major leaguers today, and they yeah. asked me, "What do I think about Jessica Mendoza?" This wasn't on air. This yeah. was just a conversation. And uh, I said, "You know what I think? I th know she works for the Mets. I know she yeah. works for ESPN. I know the Mets at the time hadn't made a decision on Carlos Beltran." Right. You tell the ESPN, "Hey, this could be a conflict of interest for me on this one. Why don't I yeah. let me stay out of it? I don't need to go on TV today." Yeah. That's what you do to stay out of it. Instead, you completely came off as terrible. You're blaming Mike Fires. Yeah, you're, you're blaming... The guy who said, hey, you know what? We have a problem here. The integrity of the game we have a problem with. And and he's the issue? Yeah. And this is nothing to do with male, female, anything. No, not at all. I, and i tell you what. I used to not be a fan of... I'll tell you where I stand with her. I wasn't a fan of the hiring of her at first. And I'll tell you why. Not because she wasn't doing play-by-play. -play, mm -hmm. Because in baseball, every pitch is downhill. Yeah. In softball, there's a rise ball. So don't tell me how to hit a fucking baseball. That's how I looked at it. I don't want, you can't break down hitting a baseball to me. That's why I looked at it. But you know, the more I watched over the last few years, yeah. 
She's very knowledgeable about the game of baseball. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying she's the best in the business, but she's really good at what she does. Sure. And yeah. to the point where the New York Mets hire her. Right. She works in their front office. I, I just, to me, it was nothing about whatever she has done on Sunday Night Baseball or whoever she is with the Mets. To me today, no matter who you are, to come out and blame Mike Fires for what has happened is idiotic. Male, female, executive, non-executive. Yep. It's fucking idiotic. And she is paying the price for it, and she should. When you have a live microphone and you have a forum, Dave, I think what you said is good. She's an executive for that. Uh, they know she's the executive, but it was a terrible, terrible look. What is going on in baseball right now, to me, is fascinating. It and is. Like you said... That picture of Altuve, there's so much on Altuve today that we were texting with media guys and players and management, and everybody is saying the same thing, which is, oh my God, this is insane. The picture where it's circled, where it clearly looks like there's a device exactly. on his shoulder. When you watch him come into home plate after the home run on Chapman, and yeah. he's yelling, no, 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 yes, and holding the jersey shut. When he sprints up into the clubhouse to get rid of the jersey and then comes back in the T-shirt, when Ken Rosenthal asks him, why did you do that? Oh, I'm shy. My wife. Look, I don't even have that. I'm just saying the picture, the film of him coming down the third baseline, him sprinting into the clubhouse is an incredibly yeah. bad look. You're right. And whether you question what happened with Reddick or Bregman or anybody, it doesn't matter. You have a guy that is the face of your franchise in Altuve. And this, two days after Jim Crane says it doesn't taint what we did, it gets worse. Yeah. And Major League Baseball trying to claim that we looked into it and we didn't see anything. Boy, I tell you what, man. You look at what Tommy Pham put out tonight. You look yep. at what Phil Hughes put out tonight. You see what people are saying that our players, that's not Dave and Jeff or Ben and Woods or Josh and Mike or, or uh, Judd and Mike. That's legit major league players. When um, Alex Wood from the Dodgers says tonight on social media, I would much rather face a guy juiced up yeah. Then a guy who knows what's coming. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Baseball better figure it out really, really quick what they're going to do with Altuve. And if you're Altuve, who used to be such a great story in baseball, you're a complete fraud. Complete fraud. You lose all credibility. You, he went from a guy that was so amazing because of his size and right. beating the odds to a guy that you go, you got what you got because you're cheating. Yeah, they have a big it's problem. It's much worse than steroid use. Much worse than, again, it would be like Tom Brady Telling uh, telling the Kansas City Chiefs, we're going to run the ball right next to the center on the right side. Yeah. One, two, three, hut. And then, boom, why is it stopped? Well, you, they knew the play. To know yeah. the play is ridiculous before it happens. With it's, that, it's insane. With that other burner account that some say is Carlos Beltran's niece who, yeah. who launched this today, who says, I have pictures of Altuve in the locker room where you can see everything. Make of that what you want. Gary Sheffield Jr. says that's not a niece, that's a player. Yep. Like, the whole lid of this thing is coming off. And I was talking to somebody very, very knowledgeable tonight, 
talking about that Astros job because they had said Joe Espada, yeah. have that name yes. right? had been thought of as, Dave, you got to get rid of that whole coaching staff. I couldn't agree more. I was going to say the exact same thing. The they entire all coach, have to go. They all have to go. I mean, there's so many guys that have to go before the Astros organization is looked at different. Wow. And if it means going all the way back to what you talk about, when remember when the Astros were so bad they got a 0.0 yep. TV rating and it was like, man, this is as bad as baseball gets, and then Sports Illustrated wrote the article about them. It was terrible. You almost have to get rid of everybody that was part of that team and, and start over to say, we can't go through our team always hitting the road of oh. constant you fucking cheaters, yeah. you fucking frauds. That's all you're going to get for 81 games, not only this year, for next year. And they're going to remember who these guys are. Oh, yeah. You know what I flash back to with Altuve today? Remember what McGuire went through? Yeah. What Mark McGuire went through, and it was here in San Diego. Yeah. When you look at Ernie... That fucking dork looking up in that picture on Sports Illustrated like he's going to cry when McGu when McGuire's getting just hammered with what's all this yeah. in your locker. And Ernie's got shaky wrists because he doesn't know what to do. Thank God Bernie Wilson and Jay Paris were there to ask <laughs> questions while Ernie got the dry mouth. Like, that's what Altuve better get ready for. Oh, Altu yeah. Altuve... You think he ran up the steps after that home run? No shit. That's going to be him running up the steps after every third out. That, that's going to be him before the – as soon as the crowd starts coming in yeah. the game. The people are going to kill that guy. Oh, my God. With the buzzers oh, and everything else? Non nonstop. People are going to go crazy. Uh, and we saw what it was like when Bonds was being accused and people yeah. throwing syringes on the field. Oh, man. This is something that's going to go on for a long time because true baseball fans, and they're the ones that buy the tickets, they don't want to see a game that's predetermined. They but, want to know, hey, what is the outcome of this game? Because the best of the best played against each other, and this is how you figure out the winner of a sport. Beltran's out today. Right uh, move by the Mets. 100% the right move by the to. Mets. You cannot go in no. to spring training after everything that had happened last year. And the Mets have been fighting for their lives for years to get back in order. Right. And Mickey Calloway was a, a wreck trying to run that team. You, you got to go start fresh. And now Eduardo Perez is being talked about as the new guy. Uh, respected guy, straight shooter. Yeah. So if if he gets it, had been in the mix for it. Uh, Buck Showalter talked about for the Astros. I don't know who's being talked about for the Red Sox job. Right now, you're, you're seeing Ron Rennicky. I tell you, the guy I would bring in is Jason Veritek. Oh, yeah. I, I would go Veritek. And Ron like Rennicky, I'm not sold on him. But I think Veritek's a guy that's been away long enough to know the roster to turn over, but yet he's still a Red Sox player that's one, that's respected, was a captain. Veritek would be my guy. Yeah, I, I saw, boy, there was a big roundtable tonight on MLB, and they had everybody you can think of there. And they said uh, the main topic for more than 20 minutes, they took calls from around the country. Which job would Jace Tingler have taken had he been available? <laughs> I thought it was great. I was like, wow. We got our guy. I had one guy say to me today about, uh, fires who basically blew the whistle said well wait a second here's the deal the guy went through the world series yeah got his world series share got his world series ring now that he's not on the astros he goes he goes nuts he the goes division rival now though and he said well he should have done it he should have gone to the other side before the series began and said look i know what you guys do i was here when we did it yeah if i hear or see anything it's coming out and and give them a warning that's the way it should have been handled in major league baseball 
but he didn't. Maybe it was one of those where he says, I can't fucking sleep at night knowing yeah. that I wasn't a true champion. I'm just going to fucking come out because this has been bothering me for a long time. How many of those rings are going to be on eBay in the next month? You know, man, I, I, honestly, I would love to. And, and again, it, it, it's weird it's the Dodgers on this side, but let's just say it was the guiding Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm yeah. telling you my argument would be the exact same thing. Major League Baseball should take it away. Yeah. For the I'm, asterisk doesn't mean shit to me. Take it away. Demand the rings back. Demand the trophy back. Yeah, and just leave it blank. Yeah. Like uh, like they did the World Series when they 94. didn't have one in 94. Absolutely. Yeah, just say it, fuck it. Fuck it. You're done. This is the, the most credible thing you could do for your sport. Pull the banner down. <laughs> Dude, it's embarrassing to say 2017 World Champions. And I got news. We haven't gotten to the Red Sox part. The oh. Red Sox is going to be ugly as fuck, too. Yeah. I bet a guy, I was thinking about this, I bet my neighbor 40 bucks in that World Series. I yeah. told, called him today. I go, I want my fucking money back. <laughs> well, and you're I, not getting it. And I want your share. <laughs> so I told him. I, I, were you today when all this was going down? Loved it was it. unbelievable, right? It's amazing because the playoffs to go to the Super Bowl are a few days away. And yes. this is the talk. All right, let me get let me yeah. throw a couple of names at you tonight Go ahead. and tell me what are these guys thinking tonight? What is uh, AJ Hinch thinking tonight? AJ Hinch has to be thinking. I don't know if I'm ever going to get a job again. Do you think he's thinking at all, man? I got out. Like I'm out now. If I was still there, it'd be even worse. Um, you mean if he would have remained manager? I yeah. think uh, he would have stayed. He would have quit if he thought it was too much. I think he would have he would have much rather been in baseball. And here's a guy that's given his whole life to baseball. Now it's gone, in, what, in a blink of an eye. What's Rob Manfred thinking tonight? I think Rob Manfred's hearing a lot from a lot of people saying you were too soft. I think a lot of people are saying you better fucking look at this again. Yeah, you cannot get by and tell people you better get ready to go out and meet the media and say go frame by frame like it's the Zapruder film. Exactly right. And tell us what did you see because what all of us see. Even the non-conspiracy with Altuve coming down third base looks very, very bad. Yep. And you better be ready to say, I mean, Dave, do you, does Altuve get suspended for a year? Well, and the thing is, they said they weren't going after players, but 100%, Altuve should be should be punished. Do you know what this feels like in in a in a different kind yeah. of way? It might be apples and oranges, but hear me out. This feels like to me today when the video of the Ray Rice incident was released. Yes. And you can look at it and say, hang on, hang on. Ray Rice knocked out a woman in an elevator. Altuve wore a buzzer. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. That being said, the way Major League Baseball handled it and the way the NFL handled it were kind of like, hey, we did everything and you're fine. And then all of a sudden a video came out. And when the yes. video came out that was incredibly telling, the story changed. Yeah. And while I am not saying that what Altuve did is dirty and slimy as it is, it's not even close to what Ray Rice did. I got it. My point being is that when a video comes out that, I mean, Ray Rice, there was no, you're no 100% question. you're 100% right. Once people actually see it for their own eyes. Yes. And they don't hear the story, they see the story. Yes. It changes everything. That's why Tyreek Hill wouldn't be in the NFL right now if we saw what he did. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. And I just think... The Major League Baseball right now, Rob Manfred got a lot of praise, although a lot of people were upset that he couldn't go deeper with the punishment that was handed down to the Astros. Let me ask you this. Where's that fucking big mouth Jim Crane? 
Where's that big mouth of Justin Verlander? I love that tweet that you put out today, and I'll give you credit. I rarely do. <laughs> Although it was funny that you had the wrong Jessica Mendoza. I know. That pissed I didn't me off. It was only up there for eight hours. I'm watching Die Hard, and all of a sudden <laughs> I get a, hey, someone called me a bitch, and then, or stupid in Spanish, and then I had to go look There's it John up. John Connor. Yeah, oh, John. Fucking John. <laughs> I'm like, literally, I'm watching Die Hard with Josh, who's never seen the movie before. Oh, uh, so funny. But I love that you called Verlander out, too. He's another fucking yeah. big mouth. Yeah. What's he doing today? Nothing. You haven't heard anything about Verlander. It's funny. The Braves were that team that used to be the police of baseball. Like, yeah. fucking gave you the job of police right. of baseball. And all of a sudden, Verlander's the, the chief of police of baseball. Um, But dead quiet. I tell you, the guy, and it's funny. You brought this up the other day, and I was thinking more and more about it. And then I was like, fuck, dude. How come I didn't think fast enough? You brought up Tim Flannery. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking more and more about it. I go, you know, fuck you, Tim Flannery. I go, you're so far off on this shit. You're talking about signs going on and looking at video as shit. A third base coach is nonstop. Most people are watching fucking Lisa Ann and jerking off to that. You're looking at Glenn Hoffman's crotch. What the fuck are you doing, you weirdo? Shit. Fuck you and Steve Poltz. No one wants to hear your stupid shit. It makes zero sense. What happens between the white lines and whatever you can get is different than a goddamn video board. Wake up. You better not defend it tonight, or we're going to take that fucking guitar and treat it like the scene in Animal House. <laughs> we don't need it out of you, buddy. I gave my love. Cherry. Yeah. I doubt Tim's ever recorded anything better than that shit either. I've heard his shit. I can't take I, any more of those songs. I looked at the lion seals, Dude. and I felt great. <laughs> That's 100% it. Torch shit music. Stop batting him on the back. Fuck. Stop crying. God dang. Look, Fucking everybody Neil loves Sedak is like, come on. Get it. Tim Flanders is a great guy. Sucks as a musician. Okay. Oh, I said it. Everybody jerks that guy off. It's ridiculous. Everyone knows And he it sucks. supports cheaters. Yes. <laughs> he supports cheaters. <laughs> Bro, she's uh, like, this guy's weirding me out. When's he going to take a fucking hint? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Merv Rettman's like, you brought him back and not me. <laughs> uh, I love how Boach today was like, I'm not taking any of those fucking yeah. jobs. No yeah. way. He's sitting right here till uh, Jace Tingler fucks up and he can come in and uh, go back to the pod. You know what's interesting? You just said that. I didn't think about Boach at all to you just now. What if Boach was offered the Red Sox job? Well, he came up with the Astros and played for the Mets, too. Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking the no. Red Sox would be classic baseball. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's one of those jobs you go, Yankees, Cardinals, you're going Red Sox. Yeah, a lot of those guys, well, shit, he has connections to Tom Warner. Yeah, sure does. Because, uh, no, I guess, I mean, he worked for Tom. Yeah. He Here, Lucchino, yeah. Lucchino and Kevin promoted him to manager. Sam Kennedy was here. With Boach. Yeah. Lucchino's still an advisor. Um, I don't think Boach is going there. I think Boach knows. I, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I make a comment like that. And people are like, well, what do you know? My guess would be Boach is just going to wait it out and see what happens. You, you know, know uh, did you watch it. the Red Sox press conference at all? Uh, do you no, watch I didn't those guys? Okay. So the guys you mentioned were all there. Okay. John Henry. John Henry. Sam. Sam and Tom Warner were all there. Okay. okay. They're all up on, uh, on the stage. And then. Um, Lucchino wasn't there. And then I started thinking about Lucchino, what was going on. I didn't realize Lucchino had cancer of the kidney just last month. Oh, fuck. And so I was wondering I what, what's uh, what, what's going on with Larry. But anyway, for Boach, I'm not saying he's jumping back into baseball. But I think if you're the Red Sox and their fan base, and this guy just won three World Series in the last decade, yeah, 
future Hall of Famer. We can't do much better than that. Yeah, I honestly think Boach is very fine hanging out here in San Diego. Yeah. I didn't text him today. Um, well, yeah, why wouldn't you just hang out? Yeah. See what happens. See, that's the thing is if I'm, if I'm, uh, if uh, I don't know, I, I don't know what I would do if a situation like the, the Cubs, Yankees, Red Sox came up and going, man, think, th- those are hallmark franchises. I think I'd stay right here in San Diego and go, that's a pretty good minor league system. I'm home. And if it opens up and I've had a year off, then maybe I'm ready to go. And if it doesn't, then. Maybe I'll look at something else. You know, he thinks that now. And then in the middle of May when he's running our Ernie Martinez for the fifth time at Shakey's, he's going to go, what uh, the fuck am way? I doing here? Yeah. Him and Gary Templeton. <laughs> Gary Templeton, yes. Hey, Tempe, you want to have a catch? Hey, Ernie, you want to fuck off? <laughs> God. <laughs> Gary, I had your jersey. Yeah, guess what else you're going to have? My size eight boot right upside your head. Quit, quit stalking me, weirdo. Um, yeah, but you agree, right? For the Red Sox, it's good. It's going to be the same or worse. Oh, I think they're going to get hit hard. Yeah, I like. I wonder for Cora. Cora's out of baseball forever, right? It has to be. I mean, it doesn't matter if they say it's a one-year suspension or not. Cora's no one's touching Cora. No, he's got to go. I was disappointed when they showed the old clip of Cora. Uh, talking about when the Yankees beat the shit out of them in London. Yeah, and he when he's t- talking about Beltran. Yeah, I was disappointed. And how he does all the little things. Yeah, the and he does the big wink. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, what a piece of shit. You know dude. what I mean? It, it's yeah. it's like, dude, you guys like robbed a bank together and were successful. Yeah. And now you're going to rat him out for robbing, robbing right. a bank? Right. I mean, if you're, I don't know, wouldn't you love to know I was asking what different guys are thinking tonight? What's Altuve thinking? What's Manfred thinking? If shit, I'm Altuve, I'm, 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 I'm shit myself. I'm going, oh yeah. my God, dude. The funniest guy, the funniest guy who has went and taken the moment is goddamn Pete Rose. Yeah. Now, I will say it again over and over again. Do not be fooled by Pete Rose to believe he wants into the Hall of Fame. He doesn't. I'm convinced of it. Because as soon as Hall of Fame Pete gets elected in, he's just another guy. Yep. But until that point, he can go set up on Main Street in Cooperstown and sign your autographs for 75 bucks a pop. And play the victim card and continue to cash that check. But when he has to share that table with Steve Carlton and Carlton Fisk, he's not going to make as much as he makes when he's down the street right. at Betty's Diner. <laughs> so I love that he's jumping in today and everybody else is. But just remember, Pete's got a little Bob Arum in him, too. He does. With the great quote, I was lying yesterday. Today, I'm telling the truth. I like him, but. I just I think Major League Baseball, man, they better move swift and they better drop the hammer again on the Astros because if they ignore this, man, you got a major, major problem, especially if you're Rob Manfred. No, you're you're absolutely right. All right, I want to ask you before we get to uh how old are they and how much are they worth, I want to ask you about this weekend's uh games. They're two uh-huh. games. Okay. First game is at twelve o'clock, AFC championship on CBS, Titans at the Chiefs. How fun, right? It should be, right? I mean, I think yeah. a lot of people think Chiefs are going to run away with it, yet you look at the Titans and the Chiefs are like 31st in run defense. Man, it was funny today. Uh, Sean O'Hara was on with Dan Patrick. Yeah. And he was telling stories about when Brandon Jacobs played for the Giants. Yeah. And he was telling a story about when the Giants played the Ravens. And Ray Lewis was like, Brandon Jacobs ain't going to run against us. We're taking him out. 
And O'Hara was saying that Jacobs wore these big thigh pads like Earl Campbell. Yeah. Because guys would always try to go after his legs. And he said the offensive line was just telling him, just keep going. They're they're wearing down. And he said, oh, man, by the third quarter, Ray Lewis, Jared Johnson, <laughs> they didn't want any more of Brandon Jacobs. It's the same thing with with Henry. Yeah. Dave, he is just, God, I mean, it reminds me of like when I was a kid, you'd watch Chuck Muncy run, yeah. right? Yeah. Just so big and powerful. Chuck Muncy, I think, is the best comparison. I think a lot of people national media miss it, but I think yeah. Chuck Muncy is the best comparison. That's what it feels like, where yeah. you just. He big, was, fast guy. Yeah, that just steamrolls you. Man, I tell you what, I, I was laughing because the herd, I think, is 0 for 10. I feel like I'm about 0 for 27. We didn't even thinking. talk about that the other day, about Levitard calling him out. That's so funny. It was great, great radio on that side. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I, at least for me, for my 0 for 10, I'm like, ah, shit, I don't know. Heard's like, this is what you can do. <laughs> These games have been great. Um, man, I, I think for Vr for Vrabel and for Tannehill, what an amazing story if those guys make it. And it would be great to see Tannehill play in the Super Bowl in Miami. Oh, I mean, wow. that's fucking yes. nuts. It'd be the biggest fuck you to Dolphin fans. But I also like the story that Mariucci told about Andy Reid yeah. and Pat Mahomes and those guys, too. Um, I'll take Kansas City. I'm taking Kansas City as well. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think the point spread is in this I, game? I heard it was seven. It is seven. Yeah, I heard it's seven. Seven and a half it's been moved up to. Man, I, I tell you, I have enjoyed... <laughs> I've enjoyed watching the Titans really a lot. Yeah. Like I was with my sons watching the end of that game. We talked about it against Belichick. That was so good. That was so great. And then watching them last week. Knock off the number one team in the NFL was unbelievable. Insane. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take Kansas I'm City. I'm with you. I'm taking Kansas City as well. I, I like it a lot. And I think uh, Fox, who's hosting the Super Bowl, would love to have Casey. I oh, mean, yeah. Mahomes would be great. Big. All right, second game of the day. 49ers are hosting the Packers. What do you think the point spread is in this game? I heard it's around seven on that one, too. You're absolutely right. It's seven. I really hope the 49ers beat the fuck out of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah, that's Packers. right. You hate the Packers. I do. I just I find that whole organization yeah. just snarky and everything else. Yep. I think if the Niners can go for John Lynch and Shanahan and Garoppolo. They had the number two pick in the draft this year. Yeah, Bosa. I mean, it's fucking nuts. That they right. picked number two, now they might be in the Super Bowl. God damn, what a great point. Um, Yeah, like that defense. Yeah, and they lost, remember, they lost Reuben Foster, who was an all-pro yeah. linebacker, and they still rebounded. But wouldn't it be fun to watch that Niners run defense against the Titans? It would be. It would, yeah. it would be. It would be. You know, all the matchups wouldn't be bad. Whether it was Green Bay, you know, it's funny. Obviously, ratings wise, you don't want Green Bay, Tennessee. But I think uh, whether it's San Francisco, Kansas City, or Green Bay, Kansas City, which would be interesting because that yeah. was that was Super Bowl one. Green oh, Bay, yeah. Casey, would be uh, would be interesting the way it would go at it. Anything with Aaron Rodgers, obviously the big name quarterback going against Pat Mahomes would be crazy. It's um, I, I'm, I think 49ers win this game. I don't think it's going to be tough. If if it matched up KC 49ers Super Bowl, that's the one that I think would have got giant ratings when it was Montana and Steve Young. Yeah. If that was Montana playing against his old team in the Super Bowl, it would have been crazy. Uh, here's the problem with that game. 
Get ready for this dipshit. I'll tell you who's going to win the team in the red. <laughs> I'll take the team in the like red. How many times did he say the Tigers are going to win on Monday? Yeah. Hey, fuck you. Okay? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> First guy who says that. Hey, I'll, I'll bet on this game. I'll, <laughs> I imagine you give me the team in the red. Hey, you know what? I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you one fucking chance to get out of here. I just met Sean and Crystal, and they're nice, and we're not putting up with it. <laughs> that should be a show rule. If you're hosting a Super Bowl party and some asshole drops that line, get out. Out the door. Leave the, leave the fucking ginger ale and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> get out of here, Engelhart, you shithead. <laughs> leave the ginger ale and get the fuck out. <laughs> I didn't even get any guac. You're going to get the fuck out of here. Right now. Take Caleb with you. You just run him in the doorway before you run him in. Yeah, out come the door. on, out. Out. You're, you can have a fucking Pop-Tart before you drive. One of those shitty fucking blueberry ones. No. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, you want to mention Dan Williams, a good friend Dan's the guy to help you, help you with your debt relief. Here's now the time to get everything in order. Look, right now it's January. You understand taxes are going to be coming up and you're going to say, okay, man, this is where my situation is. I'm not happy where I'm at. Well, look, if you have debt problems, if you need to make sure that this time in your future that you want to buy a new house, you want to get your finances in order, Dan's the guy to call. I don't know what you're waiting for. Dan can help you out. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Boy, I need to call him right now. <laughs> Tomorrow's the day. Where the paycheck comes in and the credit card bills for Christmas come in. Uh uh oh, oh fuck. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. I so, like the shredder idea. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna shred all the bills. Ah, don't do that. Uh having your your credit in line and your finances in line, my gosh, it's crazy but incredibly satisfying at the same time. And look. It's the one we all know. I have a kid. I got to get him back in braces. He just got out. He's got to go back into him. And do they charge you the same or does the orthodontist say we fucked up? No, no, no. It's just that he, he, as more teeth come in, there's challenges. So they fixed the front ones, which was important. But then as the back side ones come in up front too, you got to fix those too. So the, the, the bigger teeth just weren't in, but. Yeah, you had to fix the issues up front, so it's kind of, know what I mean? You, you gotta, no, why wouldn't you wait for all the teeth to come in before you fucking put the money out? Well, put the kid through it twice. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that to a kid. Why? You do it one time instead of two times. Uh, they Yeah, but you do it once, you space it. Listen, what the fuck are you talking to what me about? What are you talking? I had braces. I got them in seventh grade. I'm a, you're going to be back in them. Leg braces. <laughs> like Forrest Gump? Yeah. About to break your fucking hip. You don't shut up. Better start that fundraising for a bone marrow transplant in your hip. Maybe Sean Walchev can make you a T-shirt for that, too. Get to that in a fucking minute so that guy gets off my back. Jesus. Well, goddamn. So I'll tell you in a second. All right. Well, you start questioning. I'm not the... I don't know. Maybe they're running a complete scam on it sounds me. like it. All I know is that I have Dan on my side and my finances are okay. But not only do you have a kid who's got to go in braces... April 15th, not only the anniversary of Abe Lincoln's death, which I found out today looking up Jessica Mendoza, <laughs> but you're also going to have taxes due and everything else. God damn it. The start of the year, there's so many things yes, that happen. Always. And that's why 
having Dan work with you so you can get your money in line, your credit score up, your debt reduced, and then you can buy that house. Yep. Oh, my gosh. You go from a total geek to totally chic with one phone call, 858-688-6813. Perfect. Also, don't forget about Brian Curry. You talk about buying that perfect house. He's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. He's won a ton of awards. He's the best real estate agent we know. There's only one guy you should call. Everybody knows someone that sells real estate. Come on. They're doing it on the side. They're lucky if they get a phone call. Brian Curry has been doing this for a long time. Why would you call anybody else? You want to get the most for your house, and you also want the best house in return. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. was uh, talking to a guy that is in the market to buy a house, and he's so excited. And I gave him Brian's number, and you should take Brian's number as well. I love Dave because you and I have been lucky enough to do it. When yep. you buy that house and you have that responsibility – it's a nervous energy that comes with it that is amazing, and you will love it. And you're like, man, I would think it's graduating high school, graduating college. There are certain becoming a parent, getting married. There are just certain landmarks in your timeline of your life that happen that really I think we all should take a lot of pride in, and buying a house is one of those. But you have to make sure that the house you're buying is the right house. It's the right house for your budget, right house for your family, Man, there's nothing worse than being stuck in the commute. I work with so many people in Carlsbad that drive every day from Temecula. Wow. And they hit it going north and coming south. And while I get it, your kids are up there. It's just, it's impossible for me not to believe that had they called Brian Curry, they could have had that same beautiful house, but a lot closer to work. Yep. And now all of a sudden you have a lot more time with your family. That's why you want to give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Also, don't forget about Taylor and May Pools. The perfect pool for you is just around the corner. Alan Taylor can get it done for you. More than 20 years in San Diego. Alan Taylor can turn your backyard into a staycation. What are you waiting for with the waterfalls, the grotto, the slides, the 3D technology to see how it will look? Full remodels and commercial and residential. He does it all. New equipment and repairs. Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. So incredible what all of you did uh, to keep their son Gavin in your thoughts and your prayers. Man, Dave, it wasn't that long ago where we were really, really scared what the future may hold. Yes. And every day he gets a little stronger and it just it means the world to our family because Amy, Alan, and Gavin are family and part of that family. So thank you so much for looking out for the TaylorMade Pool family. And now we can do things like look ahead to the spring. But a uh, little bit of rain coming tonight, and then the weather's going to warm up. What a perfect way to spend the weekend hanging out at that TaylorMade Pool. Maybe it's yep. the remodel or Dave said, but maybe it's that brand new pool. I know you're excited because you got your big cornhole tournament coming up. Or, <laughs> you know what sucks is when you go to a backyard party and somebody's like, hey, come on in the back. I'm really excited. I put a new horseshoe pit in. But be careful because Fluffy the cat doesn't realize that pit's not for him. What? <laughs> I got to work my way around cat shit? <laughs> to throw a deuce? That ain't going to fucking happen. Call Alan. Run the coolest Super Bowl party ever. And as I said, you put the grotto in, 
for the first 17 people that build a pool from TaylorMade Pool with the Grotto using coupon code Vera. She's going to be nine feet deep in the grotto. And hey, 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 you never know what happens back there. Wink, wink. Hello? <laughs> oh, no, there may be some fireworks shooting back there. Bring a sponge. Jesus. <laughs> Sean Crystal, I did it again. I was so convinced. That this show is going to be better than the last one. And now I just said, yes. if you get a pool with a grotto, Vera's going to jerk you off nine feet deep. <laughs> Fuck. God. Rose listens to this show and Maggie. God damn it. <laughs> I just said the nine-year-old woman's going to be given handies. And all you have to do is put her name in the coupon code. That Her name, it doesn't work that way. That was a fucking lie just try to get you to build a pool <laughs> you don't need to bring a sponge <laughs> jesus christ all right <laughs> kyle fluger oh this asshole too. <laughs> kyle fluger building websites all over the country he's done a great job for us and we're so proud that he's gone national Kyle Fluker's done a great job, again, with the DaveAndJeffShow.com, also JakesProjects.org. If you go to JakesProjects.org right now, yes. you'll see the logo. You'll see the donation sign. You'll also see purchase at Jake's Projects T, where that money goes straight to Jake's Projects. And again, you can choose any size, any color that you want. His number, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. God, I feel like a young jumping Jim Brunzel. Between him and Walchef, hit me over the head with a fucking folding chair. There's a link up. Now, here's the thing. Before I ask you to donate money to Jake's projects, I want to make sure that I know everything that's going on. But yes. Walchef and Kyle Fluger, two of the best guys in the world, have set this up for us. And all kidding aside, I couldn't be more grateful to them. Go to jakesprojects.org. As Dave mentioned, you can order the shirt right there. Uh, uh, proceeds benefit um, our charity. A lot of fun things coming for the charity in 2020. Absolutely. And we're incredibly excited by it. But, um, yeah, those of you that have donated, uh, we thank you very much. But, yes, if you would like a T-shirt, you can go right there and go to jakesprojects.org. All right, so here we go. How old hear. are they and how much are they worth? There's only one. Hey, on I got a quick question oh, for go ahead. you before you do that. We talk about uh, MILFs, would you throw them one, right? Yes. Before we get to how old are they and how much are they worth, I heard this woman tonight, Rita Coolidge. No way. You wouldn't throw her one? No, she's not in my list at all. How old is she? All right, I'll look it up real quick. God damn, where, where were you? You heard that shit. She was on the radio today. No way. Really? Yeah, I think the 80s station. I was about to say. God dang, by the way, I cannot take, um, who's the girl with the raspy voice? Nina Blackwood? I can't take her anymore. Dude, this yeah. is too brutal. Actually, Rita Coolidge looks pretty good right here, dude. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, maybe. She's from Tennessee. Yeah. The only 10 I see, right? Oh, yeah. She was. Who, do you know who she was married to? Uh, I think I know this. Go ahead. You want to bet a dollar on it? No, I'm pretty sure you do know it. I think it's Chris Christopherson. 100% right. That's God right. Damn, from I don't know. 73 you wanna, to 80. I don't think you want a bad second behind him. <laughs> how, old, uh, how old is Rita Coolidge? What do you think? She's younger than I thought. 73 to 80. So let's say uh, 
68. 74. Damn. 74. Yeah, she looks better than I thought. 74. Does it say how much she's worth? Oh, I got to look that up, man. Uh, All right. Save it for Sunday. <laughs> I fucking forget. I'll just tell you right now. All right. Okay. Rita Coolidge is worth 12. I'm not going to say 12. Yeah. I'm going to say 10 million. Well, that's more than I would guess. Let's see. She is worth $6 million. But live in Nashville? She's, I don't know. She's getting born in Tennessee. Buys a lot of spicy chicken. <laughs> Drinks a lot of whiskey. Yes. Oh. All right. Here we go. All right. So January 16th. Still is younger only, than Vera. Still younger than Vera. January 16th. There's only one person that I thought you'd even give a shit about. It's uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Uh, I may have seen this one actually the other day. So I don't know what he's worth, but I think he's only about 40. 100%. He's 40. Yeah, I, that one I saw in okay. the paper the other day. How like, much is he worth? It's a great question, man. He owned Hamilton. He did the yeah. whole thing with Hamilton. Man, this could be a good number. I'm going to say he's worth $50 million. Close, 40 Yeah. $40 million. Only 40 years old. You like that guy? Yeah, I do. Actually, That's I do like cool. that guy. I do like that guy. All hey. right, we're going to jump to January 17th, though. All right. Okay. Michelle Obama. Oh, damn. That's a good one. All these are pretty good on January 17th. I'm going to say Michelle Obama's uh, 52. 55. Really? Yes. And how much is she worth? 30 million? 40. Really? Same as uh, Miranda. Yep. Wow. Okay. Steve Harvey. Uh, dude, Steve Harvey, Kings of Comedy, that that fucking thing is the with Bernie Mac, yeah. Cedric the Entertainer, and uh, the fuck am I missing? Steve Harvey, and who's the other one? Um, God damn, he's I'm, so I'm great. I'm right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not Kevin Hart. It's... Uh, Oh who who are the guys you just named? Okay. Uh, Bernie Mac okay. is unbelievable. Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Steve Harvey. God dang it. All right, oh, I shit. I got to look it up now. Fuck. God damn. That is like the, the funniest fucking movie ever. Um, Steve Harvey. Dude, Steve Harvey's got Family Feud, radio show. Yeah, he's all over the place. Talk show. And he was broke. Remember for a long time he yeah. was way in debt. And then he called our good friend, Dan Williams. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not coming up. It was coming up. Now I just lost service in there. I don't know. Sorry. You're going to make me crazy. you got to find yeah, it. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Steve Harvey, 55? Steve Harvey is 62. Damn. Come on. You know he's not 55. What I the fuck's guess wrong right. with you? 120 million? 160. Wow. $160 million. Why am I mind blanking on who the fuck is... In that with him it came out. It came out almost twenty. It came out twenty years ago. Yeah, I'm uh, looking right at him. It's uh, what the fuck are the names? Fucking name. Was it Deal Hughley? Oh, Deal Hughley. Yeah. yeah. God damn, he's so funny in that. That's it. Oh my god. Yeah, you got the other ones though. Pretty good. I know, but Deal Hughley's so great in that fucking thing. God, those guys. All so right. Good. Muhammad Ali died in 2016. Okay. Okay. How old would he have been? How much is he worth? Oh, shit. Okay, let me do the math here. So, 60... Muhammad Ali, by the way, that guy dang funeral procession... Yeah. ...was like fucking Evil Knievel running up and down the ramp. You know, it was like, yeah. dude, let, let's just get him in the ground. It took it took three hours. We were doing yeah. a three-hour show watching it, remember? Yeah. It took fucking forever. Uh, I'm going to say 81. 78. Really? Yep. 200 million? Dude, this is disappointing. $50 million. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not right. 
<laughs> not right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I just I don't buy that. Okay, well, I'm just saying maybe w- when he was super popular, making all the money, it just wasn't that much money back then. No, I know, but the name and the licensing, he's got to be doing better. How many goddamn Sonny Liston T-shirts have they sold? Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey. Oh, Jim Carrey, fifty-seven. Exactly right. How much is he worth? Shit, man. Well, like, what was he making when he was really the man, right? $100 million. $150 million. One five zero. Yeah, one five zero. Fuck. Jim Carrey. Dude, when he did the bodybuilder chick yeah. on In Living Color, oh my God, I couldn't take it. When he was in the bikini. Yeah. So he was in he his was, late 20s when he was doing that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe mid-20s. At 57, I tell you, to me, when's the last time we've seen Jim Carrey? It's not aging very well. No, but, okay, on that show, the guy I could not take on that show was David Allen Greer. Yeah. David Allen Greer is so fucking he funny. He is funny. He's underrated. Yeah, very underrated. Um, And Jim Carrey. All, All right. right, two left on here. All right. Betty White. Betty White. Dude, I think she's about 97. 100% right. You got it. 97? Yep. So she's, is she going to be 97 tomorrow? She'll be 97 tomorrow. Fuck. It's unbelievable. How much is she worth? 20 million? Dude, she's worth 75 million, more than my Wow. Life. Yeah. You wouldn't throw one to Rita Coolidge. You're throwing one to <laughs> Betty White? No, I would not. No. I was looking that up. Would Betty... Leisure Fryer? <sighs> yeah, I would. She's two years younger than him. Yeah. So Betty White, do you remember who she was married to? Yeah, Alan Ludd. Yes, and after he died in like 1981, yeah, she never remarried. Nothing. That was it. Yeah, she only fucked Gene Rayburn and Burt Convy. <laughs> They're all dead too. Yeah, well, she's like the Green Mile. They should do the Betty White. Do the bring back the Green Mile and have Betty White play Tom Hanks's role. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> This show's terrible. Yeah, I know. I'm embarrassed. Jeez. All right, last one. Okay. Dwayne Wade. God damn. 41? 37. Ah, shit. Just retired last year. Yeah. You shouldn't have better than that. Uh, how much is he worth? Less than you would think. That's what I'm going to say. Like, I don't know what you would think. Like, I keep thinking LeBron makes $100 million a year. So I'm yeah. thinking Dwayne Wade makes a shitload of money. $90 million? $120 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just thought for some reason Dwayne Wade would be over the $200 million mark. Uh, pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, the 17th birthday is much better than fucking the 16th. There was yeah. No, nothing good today. Happy birthday to them all. Um, again, thank you to everybody who came out last night to book Catapult. Yep. Go see Seth, 30th and Juniper. Amazing guy. A year ago, we were supposed to be there, and he had to have uh, emergency open heart surgery. Wow. And at Book Catapult, they had people that came down, literally volunteered for a month to keep the store open. Nobody took any money. Independent store, but he supports uh, what Matt Coyle does. And we just went down, and and thank you to everybody who showed up. My apologies to the very nice (laughs) lady from Philadelphia, who I was enjoying hearing your conversation. Then I told her we run with porn stars, and (laughs) I think we scared her. Um We will be back here Sunday night to recap. Dave, who are you taking? Who's in the Super Bowl? Tell me right now. Going 49ers Chiefs. 49ers Chiefs. All right, here's the bigger question. I like that one. I'll go with that. 
Uh, does anything happen to Altuve before we're back here Sunday night? No, I do not think so. I think it would have to happen tomorrow. I don't think anything happens to, uh, to Altuve, to what you hear about the Red Sox, anything. I think it all kind of stays quiet. If, if, if Major League Baseball smart, they wait till next week because everyone's going to be talking about the Super right. Bowl. You fucking steal the NFL's thunder. That's they do what, it to you all the time. That's what iHeart would do. Yep. <laughs> wait right there. All right, that's it. Uh, don't forget, you can email us. Go to jakesprojects.org. You can see the shirts, be a part of it. And uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you Sunday night. All right. When I